Hello, welcome to Raw Japan, episode 76. This is Brandon Chin, broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka, and today we're going to speak about tour guide experiences in Japan. Uh, you might be able to tell my voice is a little bit gravelly, I'm a little bit sick, but I have something to tell you. I just came back from a little trip down to nearby Sagaken. Uh, yesterday as well, I went to an onsen uh, near Nanayama. But today, I was all over the place, actually. I went to uh, Saga City to see the Hagakure Mirai-kan. It's like this future uh, experience place that basically details and highlights uh, the important parts of the book Hagakure, which basically is like the yi ching in china which is like uh, a book that can be used to tell your fortune by giving you good advice on how to live a uh, noteworthy life and it was cool they had a lot of like screens where the words would be interactive moving and really engaging and they had two different experiences where you could or three actually where you could uh, kind of do like an interactive game type experience where you planted flowers and also drew calligraphy and I guess because those type of things are really full of that wah feel that Japanese feel they combined it with this Mirai Kong and Lastly, the one that was more related to the actual book was uh, using the different types of concepts in the book, or principles in the book. Um, that's basically, it highlights the samurai's way, right? Bushido. And uh, it's basically just building good character. And this last experience had you pick from a series of different concepts from the book and then from there you had it was like a choose your own adventure type of thing where there were different dresser dresser drawers and you would uh, go to one of the drawers that had a number that was related to one concept from the book and based on the concept you picked you went to that drawer or that dresser and you would follow a different a different sequence and so there would be a question and you'd have yes or no and you'd pick one and then from there it flowed down to your final uh, destination where you would get a number and you would take that number to the first floor because that's on the second floor and you would get your fortune printed out and stamped and I think the one that I picked was I am I want to create something for people and be compassionate and um I can find it. I'm in my car again actually. I just got I literally just parked my car in front of my apartment and I was like, I'm just gonna do this podcast, you know. I don't want to have to set up my mic and my computer. I just want to go inside, brush my teeth, and sleep.
I'm tired as fuck. Okay, I found it. So, yeah, mine was I wanted to do something compassionate for people. Then I picked some different options and I got a number. And my fortune is the best way to outdo your colleagues is to ask for their advice about your own ideas. Most men conclude matters based on their own opinions, which prevents them from rising to a higher level. Consulting with experts is the best way to advance. And I agree 100%. And I find, I've been fine. It's funny because I got that I got this at this time because lately I've been, um, for the past half year, I've been really uh, looking to get feedback on my projects from people that really know their shit and I mean I'm paying for monthly services now that where I can actually consult with people that really know their stuff and most of it's business stuff and writing and um, psychological like therapy type stuff but overall it's really helped because you're not just stuck in your own head and I tend to do that as a writer, you seclude yourself and really start to go over your thoughts and uh, your feelings. But I think uh, it's most, it's important to not only, yes, consulting with friends and family is important as well, but sometimes they can be toxic without knowing. And with people that are really good at what they do, and that can help you move forward, I think uh, you have to pay with money or time, right? Or something. And uh, right now I'm paying money. So I feel like my investments are quite worthwhile and I plan on continuing with them for a while. Um, I recommend you do the same whenever you feel like you want to get some uh, feedback on your life it's probably best that you don't consult with people that you don't, you prefer not to be in their position. And so it's always best to consult with people that you respect and that you aim to be in their position. Otherwise, the advice they give you is not going to be worth anything. If anything, if they see that, if for some reason they feel like you're ahead of them or something, they jealousy could arise, envy, and could poison their advice. So I recommend you pay for good advice. And how do you do that? You just have to get it vetted by other people. <coughs> or, <coughs> sorry, my throat is dry. Uh, or just judge well. Try it out once. See what you think. And yeah, tour guide experiences. So after that Mirai Kang, after that futuristic version of the book in person, I went to the Holland House and checked out some uh, artist-in-residence work from a Dutch artist that stayed in Japan for a while and created stuff based on their experience here, some of which were hafu or half, where they're mixed between Japanese and, and Dutch. And... Uh, it was really interesting. I, I mean, Dutch design is similar to Scandinavian design in my view. It's very minimalistic and colors are nice. It really engages you without being too loud. Um, there was some cool pottery too that um, 
seems like there's some new tech out there. I think Saga was the first place to really manufacture pottery uh, in Japan to a degree where they could sell it as a product. Although pottery was brought over from Korea back in the day. Um, I think once it came here to Saga, it was like really high-tech than to to be able to manufacture it, uh, manufacture a high product, high-valued product. And yeah, they sold it to the Dutch. And now they are collaborating to create some type of new shit that is uh, pretty, pretty impressive. I took some pictures and it, it's nice calming and it's minimalistic as you would expect from Dutch design uh, yeah I, I talked to one of the there's two Dutch people there actually I spoke to both of them and one of them uh, I linked up with he lives in Amsterdam and uh, yeah he was just talking about how he's been in Japan since March and he's ready to go back home and uh, he took some Japanese cultural classes and prep before he came over and I think that's what tired him out. And I think, you know, a lot of people actually experience this desire to, to return to what they know. And I understand that. Uh, I think the only thing is if you are experienced, if you've been in another country for a long time and um, you feel an urge to return home, I wonder how much of that experience abroad you are taking back to actually use to change your life, or do you revert? And I feel like a lot of people do revert because they treat travel as an escape when it should be more of like wisdom building and the use to transform your life back home. And I think it takes a certain type of uh, perspective when you first step into the country to be able to do that when you eventually return home. Otherwise, if you come in, for example, if you're traveling to Japan and you do it uh, with the intent of, okay, finally, I got away from my job. Now I'm just going to escape. Let's book a tour and just zone out and just hit everywhere. Let's see the whole country in 10 days. I mean, a lot of people do that because they're coming so far and they want to get their most out of the trip. But what ends up happening is you get exhausted and all the experiences blur together and when you return home you you don't really have a clear idea of what you got from the experiences you might be able to recite exactly what you did but the core uh, you, you might not find something that you can use in your own life you might go back with some typical oh the Japanese are so diligent and what, what does that mean for you like what are you gonna do with that and I think it takes uh, certain perspective to from the beginning to uh, do that and tour guide experiences uh, usually are packed like I said one to two weeks you're trying to see the whole country or multiple cities that are spread apart and it can be quite exhausting especially the fact that you're going you're coming from so far unless you're from like Australia or New Zealand but usually people uh, uh, go back. They might be satisfied, right? Because that's what they're expecting. 
But um, when they go back, it's like you just return back to your daily life and then you start to have the urge again to escape rather than going back and using the wisdom you gain from abroad to, okay, what can I do to better my life and become a better version of myself? And then that urge to travel is not something, it doesn't come from a place of wanting to escape, but rather to experience another culture, learn more about yourself, learn more about yourself through that other culture, and then you can connect with the people there. I think that's what travel is about, right? But these tour guide experiences, the typical tour guide experiences, don't do that for you. And I've been on a couple, and especially in um, Kyushu, it's because everything's so spread out. It's it's just it's nice because you get to you get a a real breath breath. I'm trying to say the say the D, but you know it's silent of uh, experience but you don't get depth and that's what I want to offer you with my raw guide my raw Japan guide experience and really it's not a tour because I just write an itinerary for you that you based on what you want to do but the important thing to remember is that I'm connecting you with my network here so that you're not just going to the places you can find in any old magazine you're actually going to places I've been to. I know the owners. We have a relationship. And they can give you an experience that is not listed in the magazines or they, that they don't advertise because of my relationship. And whether that's creating pottery, doing some type of art class, uh, getting some type of special meal, especially if you're vegetarian or pescatarian, because most places don't accommodate that. But I've been to these places and currently I'm avoiding meat. So they have hooked me up before. and They've done it for people that I've recommended to, to go as well. So uh, if you're interested in something like that, where you do not run around the country, you might go to a couple of cities that are nearby Itoshima, but you will not be running around for two weeks, uh, basically working an, another job while you're traveling. This is for you to gain space and really reflect on what you want to do uh, when you go back home usually using that experience here to connect and uh, gain a new perspective on your life and then take that back home affect the people around you your community and just change your your lifestyle or really become grateful and embrace for what you already have, right? Change doesn't always mean that you have to get something new. It could mean simply looking a different way at what you already have. Um, so if you're interested in something like that, I'd like you to go to brandonchin.net uh, backslash community and sign up for the free option that comes up when you go to that link. Uh, you'll get access to a community of Japanese people and other foreigners interested in Japanese culture. And during, in this community, we basically have a few live calls a month where we connect and talk in English about Japanese culture. And you can ask your burning questions about Japan directly to these Japanese people. And if you're interested in, if you are planning on traveling to Japan, um, I will give you uh, access to a tour 
or the ability to talk about uh, creating a guide experience here. I, I mean, there's no, when I say tour, it, it conjures up images of that. Jump on the bus, 9 o'clock, we're here at the shrine, 9.30, we're going to this other shrine, 9.35. By the way, check out these uh, yakimo. Yep, one for you. Let's go. Next stop. It's not, I don't, that's not what I'm doing for you. There's basically three parts to the guide experience. Before you come, while you're here, and after you go home. I'll talk more about that on the call. All you have to do to book a call is go to brandonchin.net backslash change. Type in your, or click the link, book a call, and we can jam. It's not a sales call. I just want to know what you want to do in Japan, what you want to do when you go back home, who you want to become. And we can see how I can help you do that because Japan has changed my life and I want to do the same for you. I want to give you, I just want to guide you. Doesn't mean I'm going to be by your side while you're here uh, throwing random historical facts at you that, you know, you can't really apply in your daily life. Gonna let you give you your space, hook you up with my people, and also the components before you come and after. Basically, Japanese classes before you come, and also cultural introductions with Japanese people that really know their shit. And then when you go home, writing a book, a print book for you, based on the stories I hear from you, and who you were before, and who you become after the trip. And it's gonna be your own customized story. Uh, with illustrations from locals that paint because there's some artists and creators here that are really good. So if you're interested in that, overall, just go to brandonshin.net backslash community, C-O, you know community. <laughs> Type in your email address and I'll send you more details inside the group. So I will see you on the next call. Actually, our next call is tomorrow, Sunday, November 25th going to be in the evening here in Japan so the morning uh in the if you're in the US and I will send the link out via my newsletter so you have to get on the list and like I said you can get on the list by going to brandonshin.net backslash community typing in your email address and you will get a free book in the process about Itoshima history and some fiction love about Japan. So see you on the next call. And as always, if you're interested in hearing more content about Japanese culture, more daily content about raw Japanese culture and my experiences here, uh, please leave some feedback on iTunes, whether it's one star or five stars. I just want your honest opinion. I want to make better content for you. So uh, please leave a review and you can help other people find it as well. See you on the next call. Take care. Oyasumi nasai.